Do you love the idea of personal growth, but find the practice of it exhausting? We get it. We're Brandon and Megan Giggling, growth coaches with the mission to put the personal back in personal growth. If you want a new way of growing into the next version of you without the frustration, guilt, and overwhelm, you're in the right place. It's time to rethink your growth journey and make it into something that works for you. You in? Welcome to Growth Reframed. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Growth Reframed. We are so happy you're here today. Today, we're going to get into a topic and trying to explore a question, which I think has plagued me personally for a long time, but it's what if everything doesn't have to further your cause? And I can't wait to get into this because it's something that I've personally struggled with for a long time with everything that I've taken on. And a lot of times I think no matter what I'm doing, I always go back to, is this moving the needle? Is this furthering my cause? Is this doing what it's supposed to do? I wonder today if you feel the same, if you ever feel the same when we're talking about it. And it's just something that I've, I've struggled with, so I can't wait to get into it. Well, I know for me personally, I definitely struggle with it. Whether it's something little or something big, it's definitely something I can relate to. I mean, whether it's, you know, like, do I feel okay resting at home or should I be doing something to help our family along by doing laundry and housework or something, you know, more meaningful and bigger questions like if I'm relaxing at home or if I'm, you know, slacking off a little bit and duties. Like, does that mean I'm a terrible worker? Does that mean I don't care about the businesses we're building? Does that mean that I don't care about any, like those are big questions for me. So I totally get this. Yeah. I think the, the aspect for me where, where I started to see it kind of rear its ugly head and you kind of talked about it a little bit when we're talking about, does it further your cause? It's like, whatever you're trying to do in your life, like what are your goals? What are your motivations? What are those things? Mm -hmm. That's really what we're talking about. So I just want to clarify that that's, that's what we're talking about. So we're all in the same place. But I know for me, what happened is when I started to focus more on my self care, when I started to focus on my mental health and put that in the front, the forefront, the focus of what I was going to do, it came up against a lot of friction with my goals and the things that I was trying to do and put a lot of pressure on, is this a value? Like whatever it was, it was always the question of, is this worth it? Is this what I should really be doing? Is this of value? Am I getting anything out of this? And I think that's a really poor way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Like you're setting yourself up. If you're like, am I getting any value out of this? Or is this what I should be doing in any given moment? And that's the question. Should it always be doing that? Should everything I do is spending time with you on a date. It, does that need to be like furthering our relationship cause? Does hang out with my kids? Does that need to be furthering our parental and kid relationship cause? Like it, does it all have to be thought about so intricately or in some ways can life just happen? Right. I guess for me, when you're talking, I'm thinking for me, it boils down to, am I allowed to do things for the simple enjoyment of them? Am I allowed to do things just on the fly because I feel like it? Or does everything, like you said, need some sort of grand, 
background thought out plan and does there have to be some sort of actual deep rooted reason to do it or is, can life be spontaneous and can I be spontaneous and is it totally fine to just do something because I like it not because it means that I am I'm doing something to further whatever the cause is mm-hmm. yeah and it, it actually showed itself to me pretty profoundly because I tried to focus more on self-care. I tried to identify that like I'm not doing it at all. Like that was one of the things I realized. Like I'm not I'm doing self-work, not self-care. And that's a future episode that we're not going to get into today. But there is a difference, y'all. And I was doing that. I was stuck in that. And so when I was like, okay, I'm not doing literally anything for my self-care to make sure that I'm okay. That me, Brandon is okay. And so I decided to go out on a nature hike. I was like, I'm going to get out in nature. Now, one of our mentors, Trent Shelton always talks about like protecting your peace, getting out in nature, how nature heals, how it can help. And so that was something I was trying to do. And, and I, and I, I can subscribe to that. Like, I believe in that. Like, I think it is helpful to get out there just for the sheer fact that you're out there and you're disconnected. But what I found while I was out there is I enjoyed my time. I had a great time doing it. I really did feel renewed. I felt great. I felt like I did what I was kind of setting out to do. But when I got back, I felt some level of guilt because I was like, did I, I didn't have like a big breakthrough. I didn't have a big epiphany moment of like, well, this is what I'm supposed to do next. And these are my next five steps. And this is what I'm going to do. And so because I didn't do that, I started to question, well, was that valuable then? Was it valuable? Was that something that I should have done? And it kind of goes back to your point of a major question of can you just be, can you just be like, can you just be doing something because it brings you joy or does it have to fill in these other things that you're trying to do? Does it have to meet a benchmark or can you just do it to do it? Because I would argue Me going out in nature and me taking the time for myself was actually setting me up to be able to do things later and be in the mental state later so I could actually take those things on. But if you're constantly putting the pressure on things and saying, because I think a lot of times, I'm going off on tangent, but I think a lot of times we think if it's not a struggle, if it's not a grind, if we're not like stressed out about it, then it's not a value because like it can't just be joyful. It can't just be something that brings you joy. I mean, and it's something that I, that I juggle with, but I think that's the issue. You have to say, can I do this just to do it? Because I think what happens a lot of times is when you do things because they bring you joy personally, then you might hear from me or someone else that like, that. Nah, that's silly. Well, that's not really something you should do because that's not really being productive. So is that like what you really should be doing? Is that the best use of your time? And the world is really judgy, y'all. And they'll do that. And then it makes you question, well, should I be doing this? Funny story I think about with you is, you know, the books we like to read. So like for a long time, if you guys have followed us for a little bit, you know this. But if not, like at one point, I decided I was going to read 100 books. And I read primarily personal growth books and business books, like 100 of them, like productive books. You know, I'm using quotes. You can't see. And Meg despises reading anything (laughs) that is furthering a cause. I mean, like if you really wanted to learn something, I shouldn't say all together, but you love to read your chick lit books. Right. I want to read for pleasure. I don't want to read to learn. I have other ways of learning. <laughs> 
But I want you to talk about that because that's something that you enjoy. That's something that you've gotten into in the last few months again. So what stood in the way of you feeling like you couldn't do that before and what brought you back to doing it now? I love that we're talking about this because I was just thinking about how you were saying, is that a good use of my time? And I was thinking, it's really not so much a struggle of like, can we do things that don't further the cause? Because the obvious answer is sure, yes, we can. But more so, how do we wrestle with and how do we okay it for ourselves internally that something that somebody might, and even ourselves, something that we might believe is a waste of time is actually something good for us. And I think that's the real question today. So anyway, yes, back to the book thing. I'm definitely, like you said, I'm a lifelong reader. I've always loved to read. I've really only ever loved to read the things that make me happy, the things that are like the pleasure kind of books, not so much the let's learn and let's talk about personal growth for 10 chapters and all those things. It's not that I haven't read them. It's not that I haven't even read them and liked them. I mean, there are books that I've gotten through that I enjoyed, several books actually, over the past few years that I've liked that were that. But if I'm being really honest with myself, I had to push myself to read those books. Like it was an effort for me to read those books. And that to me is more self-work than self-care. And when you're thinking about, is this okay to not further a cause, those types of books further a cause, the kind of books that I really truly love, the kind that are hard for me to put down at the end of the night and move on to something else, those are just silly books. They're not books that are furthering anything other than just my happiness, but there's no actual point to them. I'm not learning anything. I'm not challenged by them. They're just fun reads. And so what changed? I think I just started having to accept the fact that we were saying like not everything does need some sort of big background and some sort of big revelation type thing to be to be okay. And forcing myself to take time for me is the biggest cha- the biggest change that I experienced that allowed me to kind of break through that and reading is the biggest example like you were saying for me personally. Yeah, and that and that's the thing too like what comes to mind for me is the question of who gets to tell you that the time is worth it or the time is worthless? Who gets to actually tell you that? Who gets to answer that for you in your life? Right. Who gets to tell you that reading those chiclet books and taking that time for yourself and taking the time to just unplug on I don't really... other than your phone, yeah. like to do something that you enjoy? Who's to say that that's not okay? Quite honestly, I don't really care who would say anything about it. It's more of an internal battle for me. Like I know that there's a more useful thing I could be doing. And so it's not like, it's not like that you or, you know, the Instagram people of the world or whoever's paying attention would care or have anything to say. If they did, I'd be like, yes, you're you. It's more of like an internal battle for me. Like I know that there's more useful ways to spend my time and that's where I struggle. And that's what I've kind of had to overcome. Mm -hmm. Well, I think we're conditioned ultimately by, like you said, by the world around us, by the people we interact with, by the things we take in, we constantly are kind of structured in a way that like we don't even understand or realize how impacted we are by the people around us, by the world around us, by the things that we take in. And so you have that internal guilt for you, but it's really actually programmed in you from somewhere. The guilt that you would have, why, like, because think about it logically. Why would you possibly have guilt for doing something that brings you joy? Right. Like if I want to have a Starbucks coffee day, why would I feel guilty about that? Minus if someone else or someone else's thoughts or someone else's beliefs, like why would you feel guilty about reading a book that brings you enjoyment? Because 
think about like as a kid, you would never have had guilt about reading a book that you want to read. So what would ever make you think that you currently can't read those things? And for me, I just think about how shaped you are about back to my question. Who's to say it's worth it? Who's to say it's worthless? Who's to give you the value on anything? Who's to say it's invaluable? Who's to say it's valuable? Who's to say you shouldn't do it or should do it? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's like a, like almost like a chore mentality. I, I really, I really, truly, I know you're, I know you're trying to argue otherwise. I think it's internal. Like you were saying about when a kid, well, when a kid, well, I should be practicing ballet and I should be doing homework. And it's, you know, there, those are real things. Like mm-hmm. I, those are things I should have been doing. Homework is more important than reading for pleasure when you're however old you are, eight, 10, 12, 14, who cares? Point is like, that's not fake that's real you should be doing those things that makes sense that matters so it's always been internal for me yeah well and it, and i think it's true i i'm not trying to completely argue the point of what you're saying i honestly do believe though the point i'm trying to get at is we base it on the standard of someone else and it should be like you're saying if you're there and it's by your standard and it's by you how you're thinking about it and you're deciding that that's what you need for you that's awesome The problem is for many of us is we don't think about this is what I need for me. So this is what I'm going to do. We think Mm -hmm. about this is what the world and people around me are telling me that I have to do or should do. And so then I feel a level of guilt because I'm not living into that a hundred percent of the time. Right. Look, we understand all, both of us here understand and everyone out there listening understands that there are times where you need to be productive, where there are times where you need to have goals, where there are times where you need to be pursuing things and educating yourself and everything else. My argument is that doesn't need to happen all the time. And the argument would also be that for me, what I focused on is that if I'm doing things like playing the Wii, we've started playing the Wii again. If I'm doing things like unplugging in any way, going out for nature hikes, like I mentioned, reading things that I just want to read, even flicking on my phone, there are things that I'm putting in place during those times, i.e. giving myself the time to rest, unwind, relax, that if those things aren't put in place, I can't get to the other things that I want to do. Because what I used to always do is be laser focused on all of those things and never allow the other thing to bleed through the rest and all of that. And then I got exhausted, burnt out, overwhelmed because I always thought that I had to be in some level of growth and growing and pursuing and doing that I couldn't take the time for that. But the point that I'm making here is in order for those things to matter and be able to happen at all, you can't discount the other side of it. There is growth happening when I'm out on that nature hike, just like taking the time for myself because I'm learning that taking time for myself is important. That's growth for me because that's not what I used to think a year ago. Mm -hmm. That's not what I used to think two years ago. Growth can happen in unlikely places if you allow those things to happen and be a part of your life. The issue is we, we let everyone else dictate what we should find important And we find that what we're doing maybe isn't by that standard. And then we don't allow ourselves to do it. And we think, well, it's not furthering our cause because in this moment right now, you know, we want things right now. So we think in this moment right now, this walk, this reading the chiclet, this unplugging and taking time for myself, 
this isn't productive for what I'm trying to do right in this moment. You know, we want the instant gratification. So because we're not instantly seeing it, it doesn't matter. But those times where you're taking that time for yourself, they add up, they fill your bucket and they allow you to pursue the other bigger things you want to pursue that maybe you do. And the world does say are of value. Right. And that brings up a good point because in this world that we live in, we're kind of being conditioned that it's like one goal at a time. And mostly I believe that mostly that makes sense to me that it's, you know, focus on one goal at one time. But what we're missing in that is that there are actually always going to be multiple goals in our lives. And when we're doing something that might not further the one main cause, it's actually furthering a different cause. It's just a worldly view that it's not an important cause. Like we're saying, like if, if self-care is the example here today, but if that's one of your other goals, then you are actually doing something like that. But it feels icky because it's not your one goal. It's not moving the needle on your one big thing. And I think that's where it gets so scary is like we tend to forget that you can have different areas of your life. You can have different goals in different areas of your life, but we've been so conditioned that it has to be only one big thing. And like I said, I mean, I mostly believe that, but it doesn't mean that there can't be other areas of your life that get some focus too. And ultimately you just can't discount those other areas. They all hold value in your life. So do you need to do things that constantly further your cause? The answer, first of all, is no. But things could be furthering your cause and you just don't know it. Yeah, you Mm -hmm. just don't really know it because you're not giving the value to it. So therefore, you don't think it's a value. It ultimately comes back to you and how you feel and how much value you're giving it. And no one else holds the keys to that. You get to decide that. You get to say this is important to me right now. And that might change tomorrow and that might change 10 minutes from now. But right now, this is what's most important. And no one gets to devalue it or say it's not worth it because you've made that decision for yourself. And if something's not sitting right with you, then you can decide that it's not sitting right and you're going to change that without allowing all the other voices to get through to what you need to do and what you should be pursuing and whether you can have joy or not, just being. Yeah. And as you were answering the question and we've both said, well, the answer is of course, no, everything doesn't have to further your cause. Then I got in that moment. I was like, well, actually based on what we've just said, I kind of feel like everything is furthering your cause because it just depends on the cause. And there's so many, like I've almost like unanswered my own question at the end of all of this. Well, it really all comes back to what lens you're looking at it under. Right. Are you looking at your life as a whole? Or are you looking at it in that moment? And mm-hmm. are you looking at it with the laser focus of one goal? Or are you looking at the ultimate goal? Happiness and joy in your life and being yeah. comfortable in your own skin. Like those are major goals, but we don't necessarily look at them as goals because we look at, What's in front of us the next 10 feet? Right. What's the tangible next thing we can get after? Correct. Yeah, totally. Anyway, I just wanted to point that out that I was like, oh, well, you know, now that I've said this whole episode, I kind of feel like maybe I'm changing my answer a bit. Yeah, I know. I know. It's But but ultimately what we want y'all to do today is just to think about these things, to think about if you're living under one lens of saying that if it's not furthering your cause in the moment or if you're not getting tangible feedback or t- meeting benchmarks along the way that somehow it's not a value. I think the problem is you look at it under one goal and you can't necessarily do that. You need to look at it in a much wider view and a a long-term focus. Yeah. You can even call it holistic focus, but ultimately it comes back to you. And so we invite you to 
have some thoughts about what you're doing this week. Are you feeling some level of guilt or shame for how you're showing up in a certain area? Is that a valid feeling? And only you can answer that. Only you can come back and sit with it. So we just invite you to sit with this question this week and we'll see you next week. Love y'all. Thanks for listening to Growth Reframed. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We would love to connect with you. So shoot us a DM on Instagram at Growth Reframed. We love y'all.